Welcome to a brand new segment by Socially Desi. This is the Hustle Lounge. Hustle Lounge aims at showcasing stories of entrepreneurs from across the world. The idea is to bring narratives that speak of real hustles that every founder has to go through to start and also run one's business. In the Hustler clan, it truly takes one to know one, right Garima? Absolutely Anurag. Thank you everyone for tuning in today. Expect life lessons, hacks and some real learnings and stories of entrepreneurs from world over. In this episode of the Hustle Lounge, we are interacting with Shreya Prakash. She is the CEO and co-founder of Flexibees. Flexibees provides vetted part-time project-based and remote working talent to businesses via qualified women professionals returning to work after a career break. So Garima excited to uh, you know start this episode but before we do that what is the hustle that we are talking about today Uh thanks Anurag and welcome Shreya so the hustle that we are talking about is true flexibility and how flexi is in their dna and uh, i think that's that's a hustle right just be flexible all the time and keep reinventing and keep working around that and i think that's a true hustle that we see in Shreya and her team so that's what we'd be talking about today So Wonderful. um Shreya let me start by asking mm-hmm. you you have a product that Anurag just described what is how does that fit in in today's business scenario which is so competitive mm-hmm. which you know which has talent uh, uh you know from all over how does this product really fit in and how do you see the need for this product uh you know in today's market scenario right uh, thanks thanks guys and happy to be here So uh, what we provide which is basically flexible talent is very very relevant in today's times um I would say it's been relevant since the past few years since we you know business environments today are so competitive things need to move really quickly uh people no businesses and and bigger businesses as well as smaller businesses don't necessarily have the time to sort of spend 3 months in hiring someone 6 months in training them you need to move at the speed of light you need to uh, look at what your competition is doing and maybe pivot quickly so all of these things of course need a mindset of agility but they also need uh, the ability to hire people in a more agile way to hire experts quickly to be able to find skills that perhaps you don't have in your in-house pool uh, all of this points towards flexible hiring uh, and on the other end there are businesses which are small and growing but they perhaps don't have the affordability to hire full-time experienced talent so again you need models through which they can hire talent which is experienced as well as affordable um and especially talking about today the pandemic has kind of underlined all of these things very clearly you need to move quickly you need to enter into new areas new distribution mod- models new consumer habits new markets all of these things which require you to quickly hire maybe have lean teams uh, all of those things uh, today are relevant and that's where our um, what we offer or offering finds a fit we offer talent that is flexible uh which means that you can hire experienced people through part time through project based through remote working models which gives you as a business the ability to be lean and agile and competitive so shreya talking about offerings how do you create and pitch these roles to the organizations so we when we started uh, we thought that uh, it will uh, maybe take a bit 
to convince businesses. It will take a bit of education. But we realized uh, to our delight that it wasn't really taking so much education. We went to startups. We went to small and growing businesses. A lot of them intuitively understood that hiring uh, experienced folks through more cost-effective uh, ways, which is you know part-time, flexi-time, uh, project-based, made you know was was a very good way to it. Was a hack, in fact, to be able to get this talent on board without having to pay expensive mm-hmm. full-time salaries. They got that. So, um, you know, it, it wasn't as much of an upward okay. climb as one would imagine. Of course, we had to create awareness around it. That's what we do. We create awareness around it. We tell businesses the benefits that they can get out of hiring uh, flexibly. And a little bit of, yes, education we had to do around remote working, which again, after the pandemic has mm-hmm. become significantly easier. Yeah. Right. Fantastic. So this this sounds, uh, uh, you know, fairly simple, you know, in, in the sense that, you know, you found a need gap and you're saying that, you know, one can get good talent at an affordable price. But just for, you know, anyone or entrepreneurs who are listening to this and are trying to build pricing models uh, and, uh, you know, and trying to build products around this, can you can you sort of take a little take us back to when you started to discuss this? How do you find that right balance between uh, you know, putting a price to a certain talent or, you know, maintaining sort of a balance between quality and price. Mm. Uh, are they, are they some tools or could you take us through steps you had to go through to say that, you know, how do, how do I basically strike that balance between good quality and price in which both parties, it's a win-win for, you know, both your, the, the client and the provider in this case. Right. No, this is, of course, extremely uh, an important part of the entrepreneurship journey. Um, increasingly, uh, we are seeing that, uh, it, you know, there is no compromise on quality, especially if you're talking about talent. That's just uh, not possible. We are talking about small and growing businesses. They cannot make a mistake. You know, they the whole proposition rests on the fact that we are able to give them talent that is the right fit the first time round. If they had the time and the resources to really, you know, waste hiring the wrong fit, then they wouldn't have come to us. So for us, it's extremely important to get the right fit. And uh, like you said, it seemed like a very simple thing or it seems like a very simple thing when I say that, you know, there's demand there, there's supply here, people who, uh, you know, want to work flexibly and businesses that want flexible talent. So it seems simple, but the complexity is actually in the match. And that's what uh, we focus on over the last four years that's what we put a lot of our energy building to match the demand to the supply well which essentially is quality so we not only match say for the functional fitment we also match for some other factors which are important in this case like uh, time availability match like you know time slot commitment drive a lot of these are reasons why flexible engagements fail so it was very important for us to get this right. And at the beginning, in fact, we weren't even uh, thinking about how to uh, make it a profitable you know, sort of model. It, it, first, it was important to get the right service uh, level out, get the right quality out, because without that, there is nothing. I mean, if the talent doesn't work, if it doesn't work for businesses, then, uh, you know, then what are we doing here? So first, uh, we had to make sure that what we are giving to our uh, clients is the right quality. It actually works for them without having to go through, um, you know, multiple replacements or having to train people too expensively. Uh, so I think 
it, it yeah it's it for any startup you're entering a little bit into a disruptive space if disruptive is said to you abused and abused the word and i would say a space which has uh, where uh, you know it, it has not been done before that's the you know definition the screen definition of a startup so you're trying to change uh, the status quo so you will your solution has to be that much better than whatever today exists or passes so passes for that industry so you have to uh, focus on quality and uh, if you got the need correctly if people do want that offering do want that product you'll figure out a business model um so i would say yeah, everything starts with the need if the need is there you uh, you will uh, you will have to fulfill it with the right quality else you don't have a business and if uh, and and if because there is a need and you're getting the right quality the business model will emerge so again if you have to summarize everything in let's say you know 3 to 4 steps that an organization or an entrepreneur should take in order to ensure that like you know for example they are uh, into this space which is very disruptive they are bringing a a, a new uh, service or product into the market and then the challenge is hiring right so what what would be your um, uh, you know uh, advice to them in terms of let's say three to four steps that they need to take one after the other to ensure that they hire right um i would say so even though we are in the talent business i would say that for any entrepreneur when they are starting out unless and un- until they have millions of dollars in funding um they should probably run some experiments on their own uh it doesn't make sense to say uh build a palace without having actually you know built a roof or, or built built the four walls and built a roof and to see if this structure withstands you know the uh, you know what what it's meant to so it's important to mvp what we call in the startup you know world uh to build a minimal uh, viable product and to see if it uh, it works then then uh maybe um then maybe start hiring for skills that you know you will need um complementary skills for uh you know for, for where you want to take the company so a lot of a lot of people actually come to us and say for example that uh, we want to hire a content person we want to hire a digital marketing person who can do paid so then we tell them that why don't you first try out a few uh, content routes yourself maybe hire a graphic designer if you don't have design skills um then after that maybe the next step would be to hire a content strategist or a content marketer and then once you figured out some of the organic then maybe perhaps you can get into paid uh, and hire a digital marketer so it's important to not just hire a team because it sounds very glamorous and amazing to hire to have five people working for you but to do it uh, step by step Yeah. Wonderful. I think <laughs> that's so true. I mean, uh, I I also meet people, you know, who are uh, ready to jump onto the uh, inorganic uh, ways of doing marketing. You know, they would want their ads to be everywhere, but you know, who's going to create those ads is a different thing, but you need to have your aesthetics, your brand mm-hmm. first in front of you, have the design language in front of you, and then you know, go ahead with doing all the other activities. So, I mean, a great point there. Uh following uh, to this i think you know in the last couple of years we have seen uh, the emergence of remote work yeah. and this is something which is going to stay uh, for a longer period of time in fact a lot of uh, the corporates are moving to a very hybrid uh, a big hybrid model mm-hmm. uh, some of the organizations have totally uh, gone remote 
and you uh, and your organization were i think 100% remote uh, since the beginning so uh, so from your founders to your teams everyone was working remotely uh, what were the challenges uh, if you have to lay down a few of them for us today we didn't have uh, too many challenges actually um, so like i said we three in the co-founding team itself were in different uh, cities countries in fact i you know i was in india and eventually uh, two of my co-founders ended up being in singapore but uh, the thing is you know uh, you know life mein aisa bahut kam hota hai it happens very rarely that you uh, want to do uh, you know something badly and you have people around you who you like who also want to do that thing you know everybody is in the same uh, mindset everybody is at the same place in life and the fact that it happened to me and to us the three of us uh, it is nothing short of a miracle that we three felt strongly about the same thing we wanted to leave our jobs and uh, do this thing so it 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 was a very small thing in the scheme of things you know it's a uh, uh, an entrepreneurship journey is so deep it's uh it has to have so many levels of uh you know matching if i were to use that word uh the fact that we weren't in the same country or city it never occurred to us as such a huge problem uh, it occurred to others so we would always hear at that time that oh how are you going to make it work but it never seemed to us uh, to be such a big obstacle we, we were friends we we understood each other we had the intent if there were any challenges which on, honestly can happen even if you're living in the same house right people you know sleep in the same beds as their you know spouses and there are still problems so um, if there are any challenges then um, we had the intent to work those out geography never played a role so it um, and because we were always um, in that mindset we built everything in our company you know the same way so we never saw being remote as a uh, liability we always saw it as something that could enable us to hire people from uh, you know geographies that um, you know nobody was hiring talent from so our best uh, you know best sales person that we hired at that time until date one of the best sales professionals she was at Vishak- she was in Vishakhapatnam at that point you know such a great professional great person but there weren't too many opportunities for her then uh, because we were open to hiring remotely we immediately hired her you know so um, we always saw it as something that liberated us instead of you know uh, constrained us and we built the company that way so if you were to ask me what are the challenges say that brick and mortar companies would face when moving to remote they would face the challenge of say communication you need to communicate more whether it is uh, your goals visions or whether it is you know simple things like an update you need to be consciously communicating create those channels and new joiny joins you know comes and starts working with you you need to make sure they have people around them they can quickly go to when they have a doubt uh, which all happens much more naturally say in a brick and mortar company but because we were always this way we we created systems for it without having to think too much about it and um, yeah come the pandemic that's when we started thinking about how we can help others do what we've been doing uh, well enough for the last few years which is when we thought of some of these things so um, yeah it's never really been a big challenge for us it's uh, something that powers us in fact fantastic so i mean you know it's it's really interesting cuz in the last sort of 2 years in the pandemic i think a lot of companies have been forced to understand yeah. 
that trust is key and you know like trust has become the new currency today right even for the employees yeah. and god other days you wanted someone uh, right under uh, you know your nose to do things and people were so mm. used to it you know and there were there was insecurity at both levels even there were there were people who would say that uh, you know if i have to work at home i'm not able to i have to be in that office environment and all these things were very very sort of you know widely spoken about uh and a lot of companies are investing i as i understand a lot of big corporates are investing in terms of uh, technology that can monitor or dashboards or processes and you know some kind of standardization so uh, do you use some of those do you have um you know for instance these processes in place or dashboards or any kind of tech support which can mm-hmm. enable the whole ecosystem of remote working um we do have a few things um so we have good reporting structures where uh, the function uh, sort of is uh, leans into it so say sales for example uh, there is a reporting structure needed uh, in sales there are you know trackers and uh, reviews and things like that but um, say for a function like marketing uh, the same level of reporting may not be needed so we actually do what is needed for the function in marketing for example we have a drum beat meeting say every week and we um, sort of go through uh, you know how our campaigns have been doing and some of those things so whatever the function needs we have those trackers and reporting mechanisms but yes trust is at the very you know it's, it's at the core of how we work so uh, for for us a majority of our team also works part time we hire from our own pool which is uh, you know majority uh, returning mothers uh, and a lot of our team works part time a lot of my sales team works part time and i have never found myself curious about whether my team started working or you know at what point they stopped working uh, so i would say that uh, too much technology is actually it, it erodes that uh, you know trust it erodes the relationship so if you if you want to install something that at any given point in time can monitor whether your uh, people are working or not i mean a, a that erodes that relationship and b if somebody wants to you know sort of find a way around it they'll find a way around it so um, you know technology is at this point not a match for human ingenuity so um, i would say that uh, hiring the right people and then uh, giving them the right say tools to perform and then then leaving them to perform it of course having the right tracking mechanisms to figure out where they are facing challenges if it uh, if there is something better you can do or any issues of non performance so those things are important uh, but i i really don't uh, yeah you know we we don't over um, track or over monitor uh, in fact i would say we would under monitor we don't believe in monitoring whether people are working or not we are all adults over here people, uh, people are in charge of their own you know working day Yeah. So well, so well said, uh, Shreya. In in terms of what's the what's the point of creating a system where you know you're breaking uh, the very ethos of it, which is trust, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I have a further, uh, you know, last question rather to to the similar thought process that at the end of the day, your brand is at stake, right? And and all companies have a certain appraisal uh, process. So in this case, if it's if it's an employee, uh, you know, who's on a retainer or a contract or you know coming in as a consultant from outside how uh, uh, do you get into quality management from your end as well apart from the company sort of tracking their performance and quality because at the end of the day uh, you are building a brand and and flexibees names is you know name is at stake 
Right, right. So we take complete onus of the quality of the talent. So um, if there is, first of all, we do what we do to ensure that the mm. talent we are giving the company is uh, vetted through multiple different steps. Um, and, uh, you know, that we, we actually put in a lot of effort. It's, it's a business cost, but it's, at the, like I said, at the center of what we do, uh, the vetting of the talent. So we do that. So that itself is, um, you know, how we manifest our commitment to the quality of the talent. And then um, even after that, we keep a line of communication open with both ends, but especially with the talent as well, in case they need any handholding, coaching, anything else that they may need. Uh, and what that allows us to do is also to then be able to intervene. If at all there is a problem, then we are better uh, sort of aware of what it is that's been going on. And we are able to then maybe coach the talent or maybe the client as the case may be uh, much more in a much more informed way. And then finally, if at all, nothing else has worked and in the uh, you know remote possibility hmm. of it not working, we replace the talent. So uh, these are the uh, few things that we do to ensure that uh, or to show that we have the ownership of talent. What we don't take ownership of is the work itself. So we, we don't do that because a lot of what uh, we, uh, a lot of the talent that we are placing are in the knowledge economy. These are people yep. who will work best. The work will be best served if they are in direct right. con uh, contact with the client. They are working together with the client. So we don't have the ownership of the work, but we have complete ownership of the talent. And in fact, 65% of our revenue comes from repeat, repeat uh, business, repeat clients. So that's, Fantastic. Uh, you know, that's a testimony to the fact that we give the quality that businesses need. So true. So true. I mean, uh, I think it's really important that businesses take ownership of the talent. Like when you are in this business where you are providing talent, you are providing resources to uh, any organization. And like, you know, you're working with a lot of these startups. And uh, like we spoke about earlier in the session, um, that uh, the founders, you know, they really want the best for the buck, right? And uh, when it comes to hiring talent, be it uh, on a part-time basis or a full-time, I think the quality really matters and the performance at the end of the day matters. So kudos to you and your team for that. I think uh, these are really important yeah. steps that you need to take. Like as an organization in order to provide these kind of services and talent uh, to other other uh, sectors and uh, domains. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Shreya, for being with us on the show today. I think our uh, listeners and viewers would have gained very, very insightful actions that they can actually take uh, in their day-to-day uh, -day lives. And I'm sure, uh, uh, you know, they can get in touch with you on LinkedIn or guys, you can also check them out on uh, flexibees.com. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, if you have any requirements, go check them out. If you are a talent, you want to get in touch with Shreya, go check it out. I think that's going to be a great way. Uh, any, any closing thoughts from you, Shreya? Thank you. Um, I know, I think, uh, you know, thanks for giving me this platform. Uh, we are very uh, committed to helping the businesses like ourselves, which are small growing businesses who, uh, you know, who, for whom the difference between talent, which is good and experienced and, you know, good at what they do and uh, somebody who's not, is so immense. It's so immense. It can make such a huge uh, difference to their growth, to their numbers for that year, for the next quarter. We're really committed to bring uh, that talent to these kinds of businesses who, who are powering, uh, you know, innovative solutions for for the world. 
and uh, of course our our journey started with helping uh, you know qualified women get back to work um it's a huge waste of potential um and then uh, conversely it's a big uh, you know it's a fount of uh, you know talent that is currently lying untapped in india specifically but in many parts of the world and we want to make sure that while there is a war for talent going on such a great pool doesn't go untapped true yeah fantastic yeah i think that's a great uh, case study you know uh, uh, not only for uh, I, i would say even for corporates to learn uh, you know to to understand the the flexibility at work can really bring out more productivity and there are there are so many people just talking about it as to you know in the last few months how this, the same resources have been far more productive productive than they have ever been so uh, fantastic on sort of noticing that early on and giving such a great platform to good talent and all the best to you and your team and we hope to interact with you again soon shreya thank you thank you so much i had a great time so guys thank you all for tuning in today please do reach out to us at hustle lounge at sociallydesi.com for any suggestions feedback and collaborations that you may have in mind see you next tuesday and keep hustling